Holy crap, that's uh, 28, dude, 28th episode of Lightning Licks Radio, can you believe it? I can't. My name is Dion, I am a member of Lightning Licks Vinyl Preservation Society, a collective of vinyl enthusiasts whose mission is to celebrate and examine our often unhealthy, always obsessive, more often than not creepily intimate relationship that we share with the physical media that is vinyl records, and I am Kitty Corner across a dining room table from my dear friend, my sonic sensei, Jay. I love when you say that, and you are my funk soul brother. Nice. Yes. Right about now. We are also joined by a special guest. This yeah. doesn't happen all the time. Never. It's history. never happened. We've had Doug in the studio. We just didn't really... Oh, he busted our balls. No, that's true. He from did. From afar. Yeah, yeah. All the he way did. from Philly, our dear friend Josh. Josh, yes. what's up? It is a pleasure to be here. This is like the physical manifestation of all my dreams. And you have like no idea. Like he is our biggest cheerleader, and I fucking love that. Like every time we put like a new episode out, he is like the first guy who is like, yes, this is awesome. <laughs> so we, fan we, we love Josh. Yeah. And that's sort of by design. When we were doing this, we sort of have an audience in mind. And obviously, there's other people that we see as our audience. You know, we are doing this for the Dubs and for the Larrys and for the Bobs and for the everybody, for the Allens and all the Downs and the, all of our friends. But Josh friends. was included in that, obviously. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm glad that he's here. He's like Michael Absher, another friend of mine that I've been friends with on Facebook for like a few years. It's nice to finally meet you guys like face to face. It's nice to meet you face to face too. No, finally. same, same. Finally. It's crazy. I know. Finally. I feel like through this podcast, you know, we talked about this earlier. I feel like I know you already, and this is actually the first time we've physically met one another in person. Yeah, so it's badass. Crazy. A dream come true. Yep. Cool. Yeah. So you guys gonna make out or later? All right, later. I'm just gonna deep breathe into the microphone <laughs> for a few minutes, <laughs> as instructed. Yeah. No, it's up to you not to do that. <laughs> so we're here with another episode. We're gonna call this the leftovers. Call this the leftovers. Yep. And basically, what it means is things that came close to making our top 11 list. Each of us, and obviously Josh's, are gonna be brand new. But we didn't get the vinyl, or something happened, or maybe they just got missed. Whatever the case may be. For a myriad are, of reasons, it didn't make our top 20. But these are obviously like really great records that we want to talk about, and yep. they deserve to be spoke about, right? Yep, absolutely. This is, when we talk about myriad of reasons why we didn't include these bands or artists previously, it's either A, stuff that was released in 2021 that we did not get the vinyl for until 2022, right. because we're OCD, we couldn't include it, mm-hmm. or it is is something that made our top 20 that we kind of want to just touch upon that some some shit that we loved that didn't make our top 11 from the last episode there is also some artists and or bands that we discovered post 2022 that we can talk about now right on. yeah so yeah fuck this shit <laughs> all right so are we doing it let's get into it let's get into it let's get into it let's get into it the leftovers, baby. Let's do this, guys. Yeah. Let's go. We are here. It is The Leftovers. We've got a great show today. We are bringing the heat. The righteous justice. Yeah. Come on now. That's right. That's right. Yes. That's right, brother, 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 brother. The leftover day. 
days, the leftover days, the leftover days. <laughs> so I'm going to go first. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I'm going to go first. So, again, the myriad of reasons of why we did not include this in the last episode. I'm going to go ahead and talk about two bands that put out records in 2021 that we did not get the vinyl versions of due to uh, supply chain issues. the supply chain issues and the backup at the vinyl processing, all that shit. It came out in 2021, but we did not get the records until 2022. I'm just throwing it out there. It may be Biden. Come on. Come on, folks. Maybe Biden's fault. <laughs> Maybe Biden with the X. The Eggs, gas, and vinyl shortage. And let's yes. go, Brandon. That's a bunch of malarkey. God damn. Okay, so I'm going to do my two versions of that. And so the first one is a band called Deep Valley, D-E-A-P-V-A-L-L-Y. They put out their third record, which is called Marriage, not counting... I'm just gonna say this. I fucking hate the Flaming Lips. They did it. They did. They did a project previously to this record with the Flaming Lips. I don't even care about that. But they put out this record, Marriage, in 2021. And it didn't come out on vinyl till 2022. Jessica, who is our friend, who is a co-owner of the Electric Kitsch, who is also a big Deep Valley fan, we've been waiting for this record forever. We kept waiting and waiting and waiting, and it finally came out. And it came out in a cooking vinyl, which is like a label out of the UK. I don't think it even still has a domestic release. It's still kind of an import, I guess. It's their third record, which I was kind of squeamish about because they did a bunch of collaborations with like Katie Tunstall and Peaches and Jenny Lee from Warpaint. Anytime I see like a lot of special guests, I'm kind of wary about that. It's still a fucking really great record. They're a two-piece band out of L.A., female-powered duo, guitar and drums. All of the records are amazing. I saw them, for whatever reason, I always thought that Deep Valley, when I would see the name, I thought that was like an electronic band. And the first time I saw them, they were opening up. The second time I saw Band of Skulls, and they were fucking great. They played St. Andrews. They came out two like rockin' chicks, guitar, drums. They just blew everybody away. And I was a fan like ever since. So that's how I discovered this band, just seeing them live. And they were super cool live. They were super riftastic. The drums are great. The guitars are great. Even with all of these uh, special guests, which I was initially squeamish of, I feel like they've expanded their sound in the most interesting way. You didn't trust the features. I never do. And I'm completely fascinated with two pieces. I love how all these two piece bands, whether it's the White Stripes, or whether it's Royal Blood, or whether it's Flat Duo Jets, or Black Keys, how they all sound completely different from each other. Like I'm completely blown away like with the fact that they just these two-piece bands sound completely different. And Deep Valley is so good. They did these sultry, sexy riffs. It's very, very fucking cool. Yeah, it is awesome. We got a chance to hear it earlier today, and it was rocking yeah, right away. I do love them. And I'm kind of surprised that they're actually not a little bit bigger than they are for some reason because they're aesthetically they're pleasing to look at but they rock so goddamn hard so you're saying they're hot they're hot <laughs> I, don't, I don't know i feel like if i say that that's so like not woke i am trying to get but they canceled. are super hot that's okay <laughs> but the shit that they do is super sultry super sexy and it's hot the band is really good and so the song that i want to use for the mixtape and i also feel like again we talked about this on the last episode like i feel like in another life i was an a and r guy is magic medicine 
was the song I was going to pick yeah. for the uh, mixtape, and that's the first singles from the record. They made the video for it, all that stuff. And yeah. you didn't know about that. I didn't know that. So I feel like I got my finger on the pulse. You do. I do. You do. That's definitely <laughs> the case. <laughs> I just want to go back to the uh, term riff-tastic, which <laughs> I love. They have these super sultry riff-tastic riffs, which is redundant, but it is what they do. It is what they do. Deep Valley, the record is called Marriages. The song I'm putting on the mix is called Magic Mass, and check that shit out. Awesome. What do you got, Dave? I want to talk about a band that actually had multiple releases here this calendar year. Now, the reason that they weren't able to get them all out on vinyl is because they happened later in the year. This was, uh, I believe, in November that they released five, count them, five records all at once. This is a band, Salt. If you've listened to this before, you know that I dig Salt. Multiple records have made my end-of-year list in previous years. This is a collective of musicians that are attempting to hide their identity from the general public. They do a pretty decent job of that. The internet has found out a few of the contributing members. Producer Inflow is heavily involved with this project. Cleo Soul, as a vocalist, has also been sort of... Uh, what do they call that now? When you're exposed, everybody's worried about getting exposed on the internet. Elon Musk goes, doxxed? Is that it? Yeah. Oh, They've been doxxed. What? As members of this collective. But there's also a lot of you know mystery players that we don't really know who they are. The shtick with this newest release was that all of these five records were available for free download for five days. But... You had to guess the passcode to get the downloads from WeTransfer, which is a portal for downloading larger files. A lot of musicians use that. It's a free service, but you needed a passcode to get these files. So these five albums were available to the general public for five days only if you could guess the passcode. And I'm a dork, and (laughs) I guessed the passcode correctly. Of course you did. Um, And I wasted a bunch of time on that because I shit you not, the minute after I figured it out, I'm all excited I figured it out, I went on Twitter and people were sharing it. So I didn't really need to spend three hours trying every password I could think of. There's authenticity to your uh, experience. All right. So they've got five records. You're thinking like, well, these are going to be demos. These are going to be like lost secondary like this this these aren't going to be fully realized albums but i was wrong there are five fully realized albums one of them is called untitled but in parentheses god which is something that they do often untitled and then in parentheses they put an actual title not sure why they stylize it like that they also have air but with two eyes to symbolize the roman numeral two because this is a sequel to a record that they released called Air. Uh, I think it was last. What's the name of the day where we're supposed to recycle and shit? Earth Day. <laughs> Holy, <laughs> I, was thinking, crow. I was thinking like Green Day. This is some it ain't Green Day. Right <laughs> so on Earth Day, they released a classical album called Air. They've released an album called Eleven, which is probably a sequel to the mini EP that they had, which was the Roman numeral 10, which was a 10 minute song. Uh, an album called Today and Tomorrow, and an album called Earth. Now, here's the thing with these records. They're all fucking fantastic. They're all fully realized. They are all worth your listen. However, there is a lot of faith-based listening with two, in particular, of these albums. Untitled God is about God. And Earth has a lot of God undertones, like the Christian God undertones. And that's not totally terrible. I am a man who can listen to soul records that have to do with faith, we can listen to rappers that have, you know, faith undertones, but this is really preachy, at least 
lyrically, but musically, I'm telling you what, if my church at St. Stanislaus <laughs> in Bay City, Michigan played this type of music during their service, my ass might actually get in a pew. Might a little bit of ass, ass, ass in a pew, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'd get my ass in a pew. They certainly would. But AIP. that being said, it is worth a listen. If you're into soul music, if you're into salt, when you've heard them last, I mean, check all these records out there. It's beautifully done. This is a, These are great records. But I'm going to focus on two of the records that um, would have made my end of year list had I been able to acquire them on vinyl. I've not been able to do that. They I will come out eventually. Code. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do own them. <laughs> I do own them digitally, but I do not own them on vinyl. There may be a day where I do get that, but the pre-order is still up for them, and I don't think it's coming until halfway to next year. So I'm going to talk about today and tomorrow. That is sort of a leap for this band. This is drums. This is guitar. This is bass. This is like post-punk songs. And instead of Cleo Soul lending her vocals primarily to this project, it is just a chorus of children. And this fucking record kicks serious ass. Like, I was blown away by how different sounding this is than anything else they've ever done. Now, mind you, they've had 11 full LPs, like, in the last five years. So they've had a lot of output. And uh, they've been surprising in the past. Air was a classical album. Air with Two Eyes was a classical album. But for the most part, they've kind of centered on this, like, kind of go to Afrobeat, but it's psychedelic soul for the most part. Kind of some retro stuff in there. A little bit of disco, a little bit of dance. You could sort of peg them one way or another. I never expected to hear these kind of sounds come from this collective, and it's fucking entirely awesome. So one of the albums I want to talk about is Today and Tomorrow. Another album I want to talk about is Eleven. Record front to back is badass. Is more of what you would expect from Salt if you are familiar with Salt. But it's just, man, I don't know how they keep on doing this. I don't know how they keep on releasing all this great stuff and snuffing the system and telling the man to suck their crank because they're not going to go and they're not going to do interviews and they're not going to do live shows. They're never going to do a festival. And they're always going to come up with unique uh, reasons to give away their music or just to buck the traditional system. I love this. And we group. talked about this a little bit earlier before, like when we were getting ready to do the podcast. Like, I love the fact that this band has a mysteriousness about them that is like long gone in this age where with Instagram and social media that you know everything about every band. There's a little bit of mystery about this band, which is fucking cool. It's fucking dope, man. Yeah. And the whole like code and the gimmick, you know, you could come across as like gimmicky, but you're right. Like, every single thing they put out has been solid, it's been different, and you're wondering how this same small collective of folks assuming that it's a small collective no one knows right, right. That, that comes with that, the mysteriousness yeah, of that band yeah but I mean that's just impressive yeah, I mean to be able to sure. put out that amount of music and have it all be quality for sure no stinkers no, no stinkers so, <laughs> all killer no filler as they say as the kids say so from the album Saw Today and Tomorrow I would like to pick the song A Run that's just a great tune and you're going to get it right away this is not like your typical Salt, but it's still awesome I love the children's chorus for the vocals it's fucking really cool and from the album earth uh we're gonna do the song for the circle and it's another banger the drums are fucking incredible cleo soul we assume probably cleo soul is really at the top of her game i mean she can vocalize she can sing dude she's got chops and lyrically solid too so check out two records from salt so i did a double banger a back-to-backer boom right yeah yeah and i should mention that it is a cardinal sin at least as far as we're concerned mixtapes go to include two of the same artists on the same mixtape i do not think that'll be an issue we're gonna sort of uh push the boundaries on yeah, this we'll pushing make, the we'll envelope some exceptions they are so different yeah. these two songs sonically from the same they're so sonically different that we're gonna we're gonna get away with it i think yeah you'll be the judge yeah. 
Josh. Oh man, no pressure. So yeah, obviously the album I'm going to talk about, it's not one of my leftovers. This was my, definitely my number one album of 2022. A guy named Billy Woods. Underground Billy New Woods. York rapper. Started his own label. Been putting out stuff since like 2000, 2001. But just one of a number of folks that never really made it on a lot of folks' radar. And so he came out with two albums in 2022. And the, the one I want to talk about is called Aethiopes. You want to talk about meaty, like, dense. The stuff that he's rhyming about is, I'm still just skimming the surface. It's history, political, wraps a lot of it up into his own struggles as an artist to be known. Just great stuff all around. Dion is a fan of the rap music. I like all sorts <laughs> of rap music, but I more typically like weird rap yeah. and dad rap. Would this be weird rap or dad rap? A little bit of both. A little bit of both. Again, very meaty lyrics, so does require you know some engagement. It's cerebral. The lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Lyrical, very, cerebral. Very, very cerebral lyrics. Unconventional beats. Um, I mean, we were listening to a couple tracks from the But it was rhythmic without really without any drums, right. which is incredible. Yeah, so he kind of creates his own cadence. Um, and just the interplay between what he's doing and what, it, you know, he works with multiple producers. So it's not the most palatable, I guess, um, for someone that's maybe not into hip-hop and rap, or even if you are. But once you dig into the meat, into the lyrics, into the interplay between what he's doing vocally with the production good stuff very unique i absolutely fell in love with this album and he's fortunately getting some recognition so he made a bunch of year-end lists after 20 some years in the game so uh i saw that cool. too he'll yeah. probably get like a new artist grammy or some bullshit right he's, he's, he's like 40 years after something. the fact yeah, yeah years after the fact yeah and then anyone that you know if you find that you're digging on the billy wood stuff he's one half of uh duo arm and hammer with another new york mc elucid and they put out an amazing album in 2021 produced by the alchemist elucid put out a solo record too this year yeah right? yeah yeah which was also really really good so yeah that's uh that was my number one for this year so glad it's going to be included on the mix what song is it going to be uh we're going to go with no hard feelings so let's track two from Aethiopes. Right on. Right so on. Here, yeah, on so you get put together. Jay, give me another one. In the neighborhood of records that came out in 2021, but we didn't get the vinyl till 2022, is uh, one of my favorite bands ever of kind of like the new millennium, and that's a band called Film School. Their record that came out previous to this was a record called Bright to Death that came out in 2018, which actually made my top 11 year-end best of in 2018 well, yeah um they did put this record out in 2021 i don't know if they did like a cd version there's any physical media but you could download it and you could stream it and i was finally able to get the vinyl in 2022 which was put out by the sonic ritual label early on we've talked i've obviously i've talked about film school before um, when they first came out, they were more of like a post-punk thing, a retro post-punk thing, yeah. and they have metamorphosized more into like a shoegaze thing. So if you li- if That's you're like a regular, language, yeah, exactly. If you're like a regular mm. listener to this podcast, you know I'm all about the dream pop and the shoegaze. Yeah. So they put out, yeah, they put out this new record uh, last 2021. Got it on vinyl this year. It's called We Weren't Here. It is very much of the shoegaze ilk. It's a little more somber than the earlier stuff. I mean, it's not as noisy. It's, it, it feels a little more quieter. It's a little more subdued. As much as it is shoegaze, it's not as aggressive as some of the earlier stuff. It's a little yeah. more subdued, a little more mellow, but still kind of intense. And if you're a fan of shoegaze in any way whatsoever, Film School is like one of my favorite bands doing that kind of music. 
and you probably should check it out. So yeah, the record that I'm talking about is We Weren't Here, the band is Film School. The song that I want to put on the mixtape is called Stratospheric Tendencies, which couldn't be any more shoegaze if you try. Yeah, yeah. But it is, it's very textured, layered, like guitar, very majestic. It is all the things that you love about shoegaze. What number album is this in their discography? Actually, this is their sixth full length. Nice. Yeah, their first three records, again, were very, very post-punk, and then everything they did after that, Fission, Bright to Death, which is the one from 2018, which made my best of that year. They're definitely of a shoegaze, and they're based out of uh, Northern California. I feel super lucky, was able to see them live pre-COVID in Detroit, because they don't tour very often. That's sweet. So I was super excited to be able to see them and meet them. They're super nice guys, great band, period. It's awesome. Yeah. So Josh, as far as your, uh, you don't have the leftovers because you're, this is right. your best of 2022. Yeah. So what is the next thing on your list that just totally yanked your crank in 2022? <laughs> well, uh, you know, well, yeah, not crank. surprisingly, like there's a lot of crossover between your top 11, D's top 11, and then my own. So um, this is one that didn't make uh, either of your lists, but it's a guy named Alabaster de Plume, British jazz musician, released an album in 2022 called Gold. And it's very hard to describe. Spiritual jazz, just some funky shit going on, and then a lot of spoken word. And he's got a very unique voice. So I'd say unique. It's uh, kind of like you know going back to Billy Woods. It's not maybe the most palatable, radio friendly. You know, everyone's gonna listen to it and enjoy it. But uh, and even I had a kind of a, a moment trying to get beyond his vocals. And once you do, man, it's a fucking amazing experience. It's very atmospheric, lots of stuff going on. I mean, harkens to Alice Coltrane or any number of uh, spiritual jazz musicians, but there's, you know, kind of that twist on it. Uh, Just a lot of interesting stuff happening. So that was one of those albums that really grabbed me by the cojones during the, uh, can I say that? Is that allowed? No, yeah. We swear all the time. (laughs) And again, you know, I think we were talking about it earlier before we started recording, and for me, my musical tastes kind of shift with the seasons and this is definitely like a you know late fall winter kind of solitary uh, you know journey that you take with this album so i really enjoy it and the track that i picked is called don't forget your precious with no lord of the rings references, uh, references. yours is and you are you yes. are yes so yeah, that's what I got. How did you come across this guy? Was it more of an algorithm thing that sort of led you to him? Total algorithm thing. I think I may have read about him on Aquarium Drunkard. Um, I oh th- yeah. Yeah, I think his last album they reviewed an Aquarium Drunkard. It's a, just a great cool uh, online presence. Yeah, it's a resource for me, definitely. Yeah, sends, sure. sends you down rabbit holes constantly. So Not only um, for new stuff, but for like found stuff. A lot of found stuff, a lot of reissues. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, they're kind of my go-to. And so I'm pretty sure I heard about it first through them. And then, yeah, Spotify magically algorithmed it into my ears one day. And, uh, yeah. Because yeah, they're plugged right. into your mind. That's, That's big it. brother, buddy. I know. So I know. right for place, for right time. Yeah. yeah. Alabaster de Plume. Don't forget your precious. I'm excited to hear that on the mix, man. Yeah, me too. Hey, Jay, do you got a couple more for me? I'm going to do two in a row here. These two are records that um, when we did our best of top 11 didn't make the top 11 but when i posted on facebook with my top 20 these two bands both made that list more or less honorable mentions yeah well they're not well, i mean they're still the top they just didn't make the top 11 didn't make my top 11 
I wanted to talk about the record that I was probably the most surprised by. And I shouldn't have been, and I wasn't in a sense that, like, I knew it was going to be bad. Like, it's, that's not the case at all. The name of the band is called Planes, and the name of the record is called I Walked With You A Ways. And the reason I was intrigued initially is this band consists of singer-songwriter Jess Williamson, who I've liked for a really long time, and this is a project that she has done with Katie Crutchfield from Waxahachie, another band that I like but have not dipped into as much as I probably should have. But I love Jess Williamson, and I was intrigued by the possibility of like what they were going to do together, and I was surprised at how country it was. Like, what they do, traditional country, people who like Americana and alt-country and stuff would probably say it's not country, but it's somehow still more country than anything that's being played on, like, country radio, top 40 right now. Their harmonies are amazing. The music is, like, super spacious. It's just beautiful. And their vocals just come together in a way that I did not expect, but although I should have. Like, I shouldn't be surprised at how great this is, but I still am. And uh, if you're a fan of Waxahachie or Jess Williamson at all, it's kind of a nice little left turn from the stuff that you know from them. Right, from I'm a fan of them both, and I'm excited to... I mean, I heard this one track. I'm definitely going to delve into the whole album, and that's yeah. the whole purpose of this, really. Yeah, and I'm super sad, because I actually did do a tour, and they played Detroit, and I did not go. And, of course, I'm already, like, post-kicking myself for not seeing them, because I don't know if they'll, do, if they'll do another record. I mean, this may be a one-off. I don't know. I hope it's not, because it's such a great record. So if you're not familiar with it, you do need to pick it up. The record's called I Walk With You A Ways, and um, the track that I'm going to put on the uh, mixtape is called Line of Sight. Line of Sight. It's put out on the Anti Records label. That's anti perfect. Records is always yeah. about the, the artist. alt country yeah. and America and all that shit. Yeah. So it's very fucking cool. If that's your thing, you will totally enjoy this. The other record that I wanted to talk about that did not make my top 11. This didn't make my top 11 because I discovered it super late in the year, like November. I found her stuff. And God bless the serendipity of the YouTube recommendations. The Like, more than anything else, I discover new music via YouTube. Right. And I'll jump on there, and there'll be all those recommendations on the right-hand side. And this happened to be the case for this one. It is a female artist out of Los Angeles, California, named A.O. Gerber. A period O period G-E-R-B-E-R, Gerber. She's got a couple records out. Um, the new one that came out this year that got me was a record called Meet Me at the Gloaming. Again, if you're a listener to this podcast at all, you know I love much. I love the Dream Pop and the yeah, Shoegaze. And A.O. Gerber is definitely of the uh, Dream Pop genre. Um, she's got completely has a great command of dynamics just beautiful ethereal vocals she's very striking as like far as like physically when you watch the videos too she's got a great look about her but if you're a dream pop fan at all you should probably check out A.O. Gerber um, it's on a label that I'm not familiar with I'm assuming it's probably maybe her label maybe yeah I don't and I didn't do much delving into it but if dream pop is a thing that you enjoy <laughs> You should probably check her out. The if there's a thing you don't enjoy, you've unfollowed this podcast. Yeah, a long time, a long time ago. But the latest, she's got a record previous to this too. But the new record that came out this year is called "Meet Me at the Gloaming." The track that I want to use is the intriguingly titled "Mount Washington Phone Company," which Mount is a great Washington title. That almost like a guided by voices like song yeah. title. 
check it out. She's pretty amazing. I love her shit. She's good. Yeah, I mean, you played that track before we started recording, and it's something else. Like, that's amazing. Yeah, like, super that's, ethereal, super spacious. I love yeah. all that stuff, yeah. And again, the never heard of her, which yeah. is criminal, really. I mean, thank you, serendipitous algorithm shit. Yeah. yeah. AI is, like, doing it for us. Yeah. We're into it. Right. I thought I wasn't going to be into it until they made robots that would let you do them. <laughs> but it turns out... <laughs> They're Stepping already doing some good Oculus stuff. Rift. They're in our heads. That shit's in our heads. I'm like, I'm almost frightened how they're in my head there sometimes. I guarantee, like, with our, all of our phones listening, like, when we get out of here, we're going to get a lot of suggestions for the shit we talked about. Exactly. Yeah, for good or for ill. How to script what you're going to talk about before you go on a podcast that you've been listening to for two and a half years. D, what do you got? I got a posthumous album from a rapper that we all know and love, Fife Dog. Sadly taken from this earth from us. Uh, complications, diabetes, mm. 2016 when he's so we're coming up on seven years. Yeah. Uh, he tried to put this album out before he passed. He didn't quite get it done. So he had a little help from his friends for this release, obviously. But what's interesting about it to me is that he produced a lot of it himself. Okay. Um, there was a few clues that were left behind for the remainder of the tracks and he does have some MCs that come and help him out. His friends Buster Rhymes, Redman, Q-Tip puts in a chorus for him, and a couple of producers, Ninth Wonder mainly, but some other producers that help him out uh, getting this album out to the people. Why I love it so much? Because I love Fife Dog. Fife Dog is one of my favorite rappers of all time. There's no surprise that uh, being involved with The Tribe Called Quest, that I love his shit. Ever since their second record, A Low End Theory, he's been a big part of that group. And I know there's a lot of fans out there, Fife Dog. Uh, he was a playable character on some video games and <laughs> NBA, right. like 2K7 or whatever. Fight him, Muggsy Bogues. Yeah. It's five foot three. It's a five foot assassin. He's the funky diabetic. Funky diabetic. He's a, he's a hell of a character, but he's and a great rapper. And they're native tongues. We can bring up De La Soul one more time. Oh, yeah. There you go. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. <laughs> I've always liked his stuff. He did, sadly, he had like a solo record come out in 2000, which was Ventilation, the LP. It got released and then shelved immediately. Like, I don't think he was done right. I think they should have let it go. I think they should have put some power behind it. That shit would have sold if they would have attempted to give him the respect that he deserves as an MC. But it was a different time in hip-hop. It was the shiny coat era. It was, you know, the... the What's the name of Mace. that fucker? Master P and shit Master was going on. Uh, yeah. No, no limit. Garbage. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. That shit was so bad. So bad. Uh, I respect Master P and Silk the Shocker. <laughs> and I'm a big fan of Mystical. I'm just saying. I mean, now I think Mystical actually, and this is a side note, but we shared a Mystical cut that I loved. Uh, Mark Ronson uh, had him. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That song right. is so fucking awesome. It's like a James Brown beat. It was fucking killer. It was like the day after that podcast dropped. There was charges leveled against him. Now he's like in prison for like raping oh, a bunch of people. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Rapper Mystical is like a magnet for legal trouble. He's back in the headlines again for allegedly sexually assaulting a woman. One of my next guests says he should keep his hands to himself no matter how big your song was on the charts long ago. So the last time I played that, I was DJing out of Coles for like a Halloween party. 
And I'm like, everybody's so fucked up right now, they're not going to know. Like, you don't get that opportunity as a DJ. Like, once somebody's canceled, like, there's usually, like, a period of time before you can play their music again. You can still get away, like, in a gathering environment with some Michael Jackson, but you cannot play R. Kelly. You cannot Throw on a Cosby... Yeah, you can't really yeah. do that. Like, I mean, I imagine now it's like Glitter. that Chicken with Gary Glitter. <laughs> Gary Glitter? I think you can. I think you can. Chuck some Van Morrison in there for your... But like a Kanye, it's going to be tough to play Kanye. But I was like, you know what? I don't think none of these people fucking whatever. Mr. Cal is flying a little bit lower on the yeah. radar than your Kanye's and your yeah. Van Morrison's. Yeah. Van Morrison, what a bummer. Yeah. But I'll still play him. I mean, that's a different kind of being an idiot. It's funny, we were sitting around last night listening to music with my dad and uh, Van Morrison came on and I had to drop the bomb on him. I was like, yeah, so you know he hates uh, immigrants and doesn't believe in COVID. <laughs> it still doesn't make me like love Astro Weeks any less. No. Yeah, I know. Anyway, back to Five Dog. He has not been cancelled but this is a great album. I love the way like he rhymes. There's a little bit of braggadocia. It's a little bit of like uh, self-deprecating humor that he puts to the table but we he's still bragging about, about shit. Though. Yeah. But he does it uh, in a kind sort of way, you know. He's not saying I'm the shit, I'm the shit. He's like I'm really short, but I got a big wiener, <laughs> like that kind of stuff. Um, but he's also a storyteller. He's a great storyteller because he brings uh, some just interesting details uh, of storytelling that you wouldn't hear. More of a slick Rick type style as yeah. far as storytelling is concerned. And the song that I want to put on the mix on our leftover mix or 2022 leftover mix or would it be 2023 leftover mix it doesn't matter it's our leftover mix there you go if you're hungry for leftovers <laughs> leftovers <laughs> for days it's a long journey is a song called residual curiosities and this is one of those songs it's a storytelling song and he's talking about going to play a show in detroit there's a lot of detroit references michigan references i think that's really that's cool to hear cool. that from yeah Clyde. that's so cool and he talks about meeting a couple girls from michigan and then one of them unfortunately passes too soon and then he hears the news and he's reacting in real time as he hears that you know this friend that he met on the road was no longer with us and i mean that's the kind of shit that i think he's really good at being sincere and he also attempts to sing the hook later on in the song <laughs> and the girl that's helping him she's like no 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 we'll leave it to the professionals and i love that they left that in of him attempting to sing the hook. breaking the third wall right it's, a, it's just a great album. record if you're a fan of a tribe called quest it's a necessity that you get it i think a tribe uh, with the release that they had in 2016 after his death and now with this release I feel like their legacy is strong their fans are going to love the shit they put out and you could really fuck up a posthumous release as they've done with Biggie as they've done with Pac I mean there's a lot of these immortal rappers these icons legends legends of the game that uh, you can really fuck up but they've done good here Life Dog is alive and well at least sonically with this release and like I said this song Residual Curiosities Really cool cut. I'm feeling all the Michigan vibes from it. Did Tip do any production on that? Not in the liner notes, no. Okay. I think it was being handled by other friends. I think uh, right. Ali, Rashid, Muhammad did a couple of the cuts, like at least mixing. Yeah. Yeah, but for the most part, Knife Wonder took care of it, and a lot of it was already done. Right. Like Fife did it himself, which was really cool. That's awesome. All right, Jay, you got another leftover. Yeah, my last one. Delicious complete, leftover. Completely end of the spectrum. This falls under the category of uh, stuff that was released in 2022 that I just recently discovered in 2023. I subscribe to a handful of YouTube vlogs, V-L-O-G-S, 
There's a woman out of Nebraska named Hannah who goes under the name of the Omaha Introvert. And she was doing her best of 2022 episode. So as I'm watching that, and she's a huge like post-punk power pop, like we're very much like I love all the shit that she loves. And she's talking about new releases this year. And she says, well, this the next one is a band out of Detroit, which perks my ear up. Obviously. And she says, it's a band called Crossword Smiles. And she mentions a gentleman named Tom Curlis, who I'm completely unfamiliar with. But she also mentions another gentleman named Chip Som. You know who rhymes with mom, who is a friend of mine on Facebook. Holy shit. There is a very tight power pop community in the Detroit area. We've talked about the legal matters previously some of our friends that were in that band and there is this whole like Detroit power pop scene which Chip Som is part of. I didn't know this record even existed until I saw Hannah's YouTube video. He wasn't pushing it himself? Probably was but I somehow I still missed it. I'm like holy shit. And so like I went back and I like listened to it and it's pretty freaking amazing. The project is called Crossroad Smiles. The record is called Preston Ironed. When you talk about power pop, there's like the jangly, more gentle version of power pop, but there's also the more muscular version of power pop. And those guys are more of the former. Hannah compared it to the go-betweens. For myself, if you're a fan of the later recordings of Teenage Fan Club or Not a Surf, you will love this band. It was an awesome record. We yeah. just heard it for the first time. Yeah. I was unfamiliar as well. And they don't sound at all like Teenage yeah. Fan Club or Not a Surf, but it has a very sophisticated vibe. power pop vibe to yeah. it that, yeah, if you love that shit, I will be surprised if you don't love it. Right on. Yeah, so the song I want to use for the mixtape is a song called Parallel Lines, which is also an another. They made a video for it. They did. Just like my inner A&R guy <laughs> picking singles for them. They already picked it for me, That's but it's fucking, fucking amazing. cool, and the video is cool. I'm super excited to like share, talk about, yeah. like chip songs. Let, let it be known. Yeah, preach it from the hilltops, and from it. the church steeple. Exactly. And what release is this for them? How many of they? This is their first record. Oh, that's their first record. Yeah, like wow. Chip has played with a few bands, and Tom Curlis has played in a couple other Detroit power pop outfits, mm. but this is the first time they've gotten together to do this record. Sweet, it's Crossroad Smiles, and it's pretty amazing. Awesome, man. I can't wait to hear it on the mix. And speaking of the mix, I think right now, right? Like this is all of them coming up. We're going to get all these songs together. Jay's going to take them home, which is here. He's going to leave them here. He's going to put them on a cassette tape. He's going to mail that cassette tape with United Postal Service. It's going to get to my house. Once they get it to my house, I'm going to take that cassette tape. I'm going to transfer it to ones and zeros. When it's into ones and zeros, I'm going to put it in the computer program. I'm going to do a little bit and just cleaning things up a little bit. And then we're going to blast it out to the internet. And then it's going to be like right here. Like this is where it gets plugged in. This is the mixtape. You are about to hear the 2022 leftover mixtape from Lightning Licks Radio. I don't know if you're excited as I am. Please enjoy this. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fucking incredible. What do you think? What do you think, Josh? I'm I'm over the moon. He's so excited. I love it. This is like a sausage being made type of situation (laughs) for me, seeing how it all comes together. I know. It's really not that awesome. Hey, listen. Finished product, man. Yeah. Sweet. Here it is. Here's the mix. Here it comes. All right. All right. All right. I don't care who's first or who last 
Well, I know that y'all just better rock this at the drop of a dime, baby. Don't forget your precious. I forget sometimes. I forget that I'm precious.
see your life for a reason. Season 17 years, this shorty still got me cheesing. 23rd birthday, how could I not remember? Gloomy foggy day, 20th of November. Twin delays galore, three hours at LaGuardia. Sun, take a shot, now we well out to order. We got a show in the Great Lakes scene. Joe Louis Serena, boy, you gotta love the D. 20,000 see the home of the Red Wings. Show sold out, gotta do the damn thing. Reggie Noble on the bill and daylight makes it insane. Shahid Muhammad said, better bring your A game. So 313 represent, represent. Detroit City represent, represent. Crowd run much the front in less than a sec. ATCQ, that's what I call respect, yo. So
heat rising, so it's hard ceilings. I pay rent on the tenth like they stealing. Like they stealing. Like they stealing. Like they stealing. If the nigga buy the furnace in the basement of the building.
so yeah, that was the that was the mix. That was the mix. Yeah, that was, was an which awesome was mix. Badass. Nice job, Jay. I appreciate all your <laughs> the efforts that you put in. Hell of a mix. Hell of a mix. <laughs> our thanks to the United Postal Service and everybody else that was involved in this USPS. process, especially to our listeners out there in Podcast America. We would not be doing this if it wasn't for you. We were lucky enough in Josh's short return home to have him sit with us, but. Really, if we could do it, if it was feasible, we have every one of you lightning lickers here right. across the dining room table for us because we love you. Yeah, we do. We want to talk to you. Yeah. Speaking of which, why don't you talk to us? <laughs> leave us a few messages, <laughs> right? You can leave us a voice message on multiple platforms. The only voice messages I've received thus far is from Shannon reminding me to get milk and shit. <laughs> and also busting our balls. <laughs> that is unacceptable. I can see the metrics. I know there's hundreds of lightning lifters out there all over the nation and all, you know, overseas, everywhere, across the globe. And uh, and you don't, you, don't, you, don't, you don't call us. Don't be shy. Give us a call. Don't be shy. Leave us a message. All I guarantee, right. no matter what that message is, I'm going to put it on air. Yeah, yeah. thank you for hanging out with us, as always. As always. And thanks for uh, Josh for hanging out with us tonight. It was today. awesome. Yeah. Oh, thank you, guys. Yeah. Yeah, man. Are we do this? I think so. Are we gonna run the theme song? We're gonna run the theme song right now. Here it run comes. It. Here it comes. Here it, it comes. Here it comes. Got it. He knows the theme song. Sonic contributors to the 28th episode of Lightning Licks Radio Podcast include Lee Moses, Holland Dojo Holland, James Todd Smith. Dennis Lloyd, Matt Weasel, Fat Boy Slim, No Doubt, Ethan Klein, Hassan Piker, Jamie Grace, Deep Valley, Deep Lips, The Flaming Lips, The White Stripes, Royal Blood, Sound, Billy Woods, Armand Hammer, Film School, Alabaster de Plume, Alice Coltrane, Waxahachi, Jess Williamson, Place, A.O. Gerber, a Tribe Called Quest, Ninth Wonder, Fife Dog, Master P and the No Limit Soldiers, Mark Ronson, Mystical, Some Random News Reporter, Rockwell, Michael Jackson, Lyric Jones, Crossword Smiles, The Omaha Introvert, The Legal Matters, Teenage Fan Club, Nada Surf, R.K. Hall, The Clockers, Marwi Mar. We'll be back soon with another bonus episode in a few weeks. Thank you kindly. Good day. We got the hip hop, rap pop, new and old. We got the free jazz, punk rock, disco, gold, garage, psych, dub, and acoustic funk. And do you request like, nah, man, I think I left that LP at home. It's on the shelf in my basement, that's where it belongs. Sorry, y'all. Now, don't get me wrong, I really do appreciate your input, but I don't really need your stinking input. Nah, B, I'm just playing, just trying to play too. The rule is what I'm saying. Why waste your time on a top 40 hit list when you can prep platters like a catering business? So fresh and high five on my deck, maybe we collaborate and jump That's teamwork, baby. You are the little B side treat with the guts so deep to make your ear holes bleed. Dust 
music roots and forgotten gems. Sample sources from way back when. You're like, hmm, that sounds familiar. Well, it's Osley Bros. Now, Biggie Cuba Dilla Bud is still ill and it still kills. It's a bona fide program for a last to do. Lightning Lexus in the mix. Big Ross faded with his dusty fingertips. We go from digging in the bins at electric kitsch. We are living the hits for the power.